Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman attempts to work a miracle to save the life of the mysterious young girl found on board a strange barge. Every minute counts, Mr. Pinder. Unless you can do something, that girl is going to die. Believe me, Superman, I'll do everything within my power. I am old, and the road for me is coming to an end. She is young, and for her, life's road is yet to be traveled. I would willingly give what is left of my life to save hers. I want to take just a moment, gang, to read you part of a letter from a little Czechoslovakian girl who was only three years old when a great tragedy entered her life. Even though I was but very little then, she writes, I shall never forget the scene near Horak's barn where my father was shot and killed by the enemy. After that, I was taken away and sent to the house of Elsa Schultz in Germany. They told me that from then on I was to be her child. But I was unhappy there because she always hit me. Then when the war was over and the Allied soldiers came, they thought I really was Frau Schultz's child because by then I spoke only German. So they put me in an internment camp with her and I got sick there. Then when I was better, they sent me to a home for German orphans. And that was where my real mother found me. Now I don't have to be afraid of Elsa Schultz. I'm still hungry and I have a very bad cough. But my mama tells me soon I will have more to eat and I will get better because I have good friends in America who will send food to my mama and me so we can get well and strong again. Pathetic, isn't it? Yes, and even more pathetic when you consider the fact that there are thousands and thousands of boys and girls overseas whose plight is just as bad as that of this little girl. Can you sit back and enjoy the food and comfort you have without sharing a bit with those who are so much less fortunate? Now, I'm sure your answer to that is no. Well, a little later, I'll tell you what you can do to help. So, keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman! Superman! 
It was only a few hours ago that Perry White, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen, cruising off the coast of Florida, discovered a magnificently decorated barge bearing a beautiful young girl so deeply asleep she might have been dead. And above her on the masthead was perched a strange bird, no larger than a crow, who, as soon as darkness came, was surrounded by so blinding a light that even his scarlet coat of feathers could not be seen. The doctor who examined the girl warned Kent and Lois that unless she were awakened soon, she would certainly die. Then, after all other methods of reviving her had failed, Kent finally hit on the idea that the melody the bird kept singing might be a clue to the spell she was under. And as Superman, he brought to the hotel room an old musician who was an expert in medieval music. And once again, Kent was right. The old man had played only a few phrases on his flute when the beautiful sleeping girl moved. Meanwhile, Perry White and Jimmy Olsen are still at Coast Guard headquarters, being questioned by a chief petty officer. As I get the story, Mr. White, you and Miss Lane and Mr. Kent and the boy here were on your boat, the Marauder, two miles off the Sands Point Inlet, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, go on from there. Well, Kent noticed something on the horizon and insisted that we investigate. No, Mr. White, it was Miss Lane. Don't you remember? Oh, son, if you open your mouth again, I'll... But, I'll... Mr. White, I... All right, who spotted the barge first? No, I don't remember. Might have been Lois who saw it first, but anyway, it was Kent who insisted on investigating. I see. So Kent was particularly anxious, was he? Of course. He was anxious to find out what it was. He's a newspaper man, and a darn good one. What about you? You're a newspaper man. Well, what of it? You weren't anxious to investigate it. You said so yourself. You fought against it. Oh, no, I wouldn't say I exactly fought against it. Oh, sure you did, Chief. Don't you remember? You For the last time, be quiet! Now, let's get one thing straight. Did you agree about the investigation, or didn't you? Well, it's true. At first, I was skeptical. But then Kent convinced me. Uh-huh. And he was also the one who noticed that the barge was built in the year 1202. Funny, isn't it, that no one else saw that before he pointed it out? I don't see anything funny about it. Then I'll tell you. Reporters have a habit of dreaming up stories like this one. Are you implying that Kent manufactured this whole thing? It could be. Well... All I can say is you'd better be careful about any insinuations you make against my reporters or me. I've still got some influence in Washington. Hold it, I'm and I'll... hold it, hold it. Ryan talking. That report on the barge, Chief, it just arrived. Shoot it in here fast. Okay. Well, so the reports come in. That's fine. Now you'll see that Kent was right. The barge must have been built in 1202. We'll see, Mr. White. We'll see. Uh, here you are, Chief. Oh, thanks, Eddie. Yes, sir. Is there only one copy of that report, or can I read it, too? It's only one copy. Well, what does it say? I'll tell you in a minute, sir. I'll bet... I'll bet a month's salary it says Mr. Kent is right. As a matter of fact, son, it does. Oh. Of course. The samples of the wood, according to this report, show it was built in the early 1100s. You mean it's been in the water all this time? Oh, don't be silly. Let's see. It says here, no barnacles or moss present, probably not in water more than seven or eight days. Oh, where has it been all this time, then? That's what I'd like to know. Is uh, is there any uh, further information given in the report? Only that a type of growth was found attached to the sides and bottom of the boat, which is not present in the waters along this coast, but which is quite typical of tropical sea vegetation. <laughs> well, that certainly makes the whole thing a lot clearer. Well, don't worry. We'll clear it up before we're through. Well, there's nothing more we can tell you. Come along, Jim. We're leaving. Not so fast, Mr. White. You'll have to stick around a while. What? Right? Me too, Captain? No, you run along, son. We'll call you if we want you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you back at the hotel, Chief, in a little while. I hope. 
Leaving the Coast Guard office, Jimmy hurries to the dock where the mysterious barge is moored, but learns from a watchman that Clark Kent and Lois Lane have taken the sleeping girl to their hotel. Meanwhile, in the hotel room, Horace Pinder, the elderly musician, is developing the bird's melody on his flute as Lois and Superman look on. That's wonderful. She's moved both her arms now. Yes, yes, it's truly remarkable. I have always known that music enriches life. But I have never seen it actually give life back before. Well, now that you've come this far, getting the rest of the song shouldn't be too difficult. I think not. The really difficult part was getting the right key and tonal scale. Well, then, I think my work here is done. Well, goodbye, Superman. Bye. You have made me very happy giving me the opportunity to be of help. I was glad to do it, Mr. Pinder. Oh, Superman. Yes, Miss Lane. Would you try to locate Clark Kent, please? I know he'd want to be here now. Oh, yeah, yes, I certainly will. Goodbye. 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 Thank you. Hey, Mr. Kent. Oh, hello, Jim. Where you been all this time? At the Coast Guard office. We better get inside, Jim. Let's see what's happening. Hey. Clark, oh, I'm so glad you're back. And Jimmy. Hi, Miss Lane. Where have you been, Jim? He's been at the Coast Guard office all this time, but I was just going to ask you, Jim, where's Mr. White? Oh, they kept him down there. They wouldn't what? let him come with me. Why not? Well, I don't know. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Pinder, this is Clark Kent. You know Clark, the man Mr. Kogal told you about. Oh, how do you do, sir? But I thought you lived in Arizona. I do. Indeed, I do. But I had the pleasure of flying here with Superman. Superman? Was he here? Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm Jim Olson. I'm happy to meet you. Yes, Superman was here. I I can vouch for that myself. I had to miss him. Shucks. Clark. Yes, Lois? I want to apologize. You were right. The strange melody the bird keeps singing does have something to do with waking her up. Then it's really working? Indeed it is. It is almost a miracle. Hey, what are you all talking about? Won't somebody let me in on it? We'll show you in a minute, Jim. Remember how the doctor couldn't wake the girl up? Yeah, I remember. Well, just watch her now when Mr. Pinder plays on his flute. Yes. Just you watch her. Almost transfixed. Lois, Jimmy, and Clark can't watch the sleeping girl's head move slowly from side to side as the melodious notes of the flute fill the room. We'll be back in a moment to learn whether she awakens completely, so keep listening. As we've told you before on this program, gang, millions of boys and girls overseas, destitute as a result of the ravages of war, look to you. They count on you, the lucky youngsters of America, to help them grow well and strong again by sending them the food and medicines which they need so desperately. And you can do that by joining the Crusade for Children, a national organization whose sole purpose is to raise funds for food, clothing, and medicines to be sent overseas to sick and hungry boy and girl victims of the war. Members of Crusade for Children all over America canvass their neighborhoods for contributions, and they raise funds in many other ways, too, including the staging of neighborhood plays, backyard carnivals, collections of scrap and waste paper, and the sale of cookies and candy made by themselves. They find doing these things lots of fun, 
And what's even more important, it gives Crusade members a feeling of doing something worthwhile to help others who are less fortunate. It demonstrates that they care about others and want to share with others. Don't you feel that way, too? Well, pitch in, then, and do your part. Every little bit of help such as that counts toward creating a feeling of mutual friendship and understanding among people of all nations, the kind of understanding which is the root and foundation of lasting peace. So join the crusade for children in your city. Don't delay. Do it right away. For more complete details, contact the local office of the United Nations American Overseas Aid for Children in your city. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Gosh, she moved. She really did. Yes, her head and her arms. Did you notice that, Mr. Pinder? Yes, I did, I did. Try it again, Mr. Pinder. Very well. That did it. Did you notice? She she kept wetting her lips with her tongue. That means her sense of taste is now awake again. Well, what happens next, Mr. Kent? I've practically completed the melody, you know, Mr. Kent. And it it should work out just right. Well, let's not talk anymore. Let's get it over with. I can't wait to find out who she is. Well, neither can I. We better all be still now while Mr. Pinder plays. That would be best, I think. The first sound she hears consciously should probably be the music. Quivering. They're opening. Her eyes are opening. She's awake. Gosh, she's awake. It is a miracle. Wait a minute. She, she's trying to say something. Let go, man. Let go, man. With her heart down. Let go, Lois, Kent, and Jimmy listened to the strange words uttered by the mysterious young girl. What quaint manner of speech is this? Is it partly a foreign tongue? Or is it possible that her words, like the barge on which she was found, are relics of a long-forgotten past? And who is Nakoma? Gang, you won't want to miss tomorrow's exciting episode when the mysterious girl tells her weird story. So tune in, same time, same station for Chapter 5 of The Mystery of the Sleeping Beauty on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you'll hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.